Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Bolton E-Bikes podcast. I want to teach you something new about electric bikes today. So let's jump into another episode, this time about something that is a little bit uh, always unique because, hey, this is uh, what I do. But I want to talk about throttles because I feel like that's a subject that doesn't get covered very often, especially by the major brands because they don't even have them. So let's get into it. Once again, I'm Kyle Chidock, the owner of Bolton E-Bikes. Welcome to the Bolton E-Bikes podcast. So throttles for electric bikes. How do they work? What do they do? What types are there? Why don't some e-bikes even come with a throttle? Those are all great questions to have. And I wanted to dedicate a specific episode to this just to try and clear up some of the confusion on the different types. Why are they placed in certain areas? Why are they on the left? Why are they on the right? Why don't they make a twist throttle like a motorcycle? Why are they a thumb throttle? Because these are the types of questions that I get. Let's jump into it. First off, what is an e-bike throttle? If you haven't ridden an e-bike before, you might be wondering what does the throttle actually do and how does it work? So let's start at the very basics. If you have an electric bike, Basically all electric bikes, there's a few exceptions, but basically all e-bikes have a pedal assist mode. That means that when you pedal, the bike can detect that you're pedaling, depending on what type of sensor. It might either just detect the rotation, it might detect how hard you're pedaling, it might do a combination of those things and even more, depending on how advanced the bike is. And you need to pedal to get the motor to kick on and move the bike forward. Or If you have a throttle, effectively you twist the throttle. It's like the gas pedal on your car. You push that and it goes. It doesn't care if you're pedaling. It doesn't care if you're going uphill, downhill, whatever. You just hit the throttle and it gives you power. Now, how much power does the throttle give you? Well, that's going to depend on the bike and how it's programmed. Some bikes are set up so that if you twist the throttle, It's going to be tied to a power level on your screen. So if you have it turned up to one, it's only going to give you a little bit of power. If you turn the screen up to two, it's going to give you a little more, usually a a zero through five setting, something like that. So five being maximum power and one being the, the least and zero just being completely off. Some bikes, the throttle works all the time. Doesn't matter what number's on the screen, zero, five. As soon as you twist that throttle, it's just going to go. It doesn't care what gear you're in or anything. It just goes. So there's different ways to program them. Usually for most of the bikes that I have, I like to have it so that at zero, the throttle doesn't work because it's kind of like a safety feature. So if you stop and you turn the pedal assist all the way down to zero, you know that if you kick your pedals over when you get on or off the bike, or if you roll it forward or backwards, uh, the motor's not going to kick on. And if you accidentally bump the throttle while you're trying to just push the bike through a doorway or something, the throttle's not going to kick on. The bike's not going to take off on you. For me, that makes sense. For my own bikes, sometimes, I'll admit, I'll change that programming. So even on zero, it works. But for safety purposes, usually most of the bikes, zero, the throttle doesn't do anything. Uh, There even are more advanced programming things I've seen where you have to be pedaling for the throttle to even kick on. I find that a little bit weird. I don't like it. So I usually don't send any bikes out that way, at least not from Bolton e-bikes. So basically it's like the go button. It's the gas pedal. You just twist it, you push it, however the throttle is designed and allows you to go without even pedaling. 
Now, of course, that's going to depend on the power of the bike. How fast can it actually go without pedaling? Uh, you know, a 250 watt bike on flat ground, yeah, it might get you up to 20 miles an hour. But as soon as you get to a hill, it's just not going to go because it doesn't have the power to do it. So you're still going to have to put in some effort. If you've got something like our powerful X15 bike and you're going up a hill, you twist the throttle, it's still going to do 30 plus miles an hour up the hill. It's not going to care. So there's a huge range on how that works. Now, most bikes, I'll start with the simplest, at least in my mind, type of throttle, which is a thumb throttle. Most bikes that I sell have a thumb throttle. And I get questions often on why a thumb throttle? Why not a twist throttle? That seems more comfortable. And it really depends on you, honestly. What's your experience with riding bicycles, e-bikes, motorcycles, ATVs? Because everybody has a different preference. And I find that most people will use a thumb throttle and get used to it really quickly. And it's easy to use. And it's also kind of out of the way when you're normally riding. Because it's not something you have to use, right? I mean, you can just pedal and use the assist and just ignore the throttle and pretend like it's not even there. Which I find a little odd that more name brand mainstream bike manufacturers don't put throttles on their bikes. They just leave them off, call it a class one or class three bike because a class two is the only one that has a throttle in its classification. But I find it's just odd that they don't even have the option because you don't have to use it. You can put it on there. You use it if you want to, but you don't have to. There's really no harm in having one. And for me, that makes the classes a little bit weird. It just doesn't quite make sense why a class two bike can have a throttle and can go 20 miles an hour, but a class three bike can't have a throttle, but can go 28 miles an hour. But a class one bike can't, it just, it's confusing, but it is what it is. At least we have some somewhat sane regulations on e-bikes and we have specific rules on where we can use them. I feel like for the most part, it's been a positive thing for e-bikes as opposed to a negative thing. And that for the most part, these rules have opened up more places to ride e-bikes. So don't get me wrong when I complain a little bit about that. I do just think it's a little weird that all e-bikes can't just have a throttle and you just don't use it if you don't want to. That's why most of the bikes from Bolton e-bikes do have a throttle because if you've ridden a bike that has one, you realize how handy it is to have it there when you need it on occasion. So thumb throttle sounds kind of like the way the name is. Basically, you just push it with your thumb. If you've ever ridden a four-wheeler, an ATV, that's the kind of throttle that they have. Uh, It's just something you push with your thumb and that's it. And if any of you have experience riding an ATV and you remember your first experience, you probably got on, rode around, it was a ton of fun. And after like 30 minutes, your thumb started getting sore, as strange as that sounds. And you're like, how is my my finger getting tired from pushing this button too much? And you really don't get that from an e-bike because you don't have to push the throttle all the time. You can use it occasionally, but most of the time you're using the pedal assist to actually do the work of coordinating how the motor is kicking on. So Thumb throttles, they're very simple. They take up a small amount of space on the handlebars, and you can put whatever grips you want, whatever standard bicycle grips you want on your handlebars, and the thumb throttle is not going to get in the way. And you can also put it on the left or the right side in most cases. There's always exceptions based on a bike and how everything's laid out in the components. But for the most part, uh, very easy to put on either side. I tend to put them on the left side. And that sounds a little weird at first because 
Probably the average person is right-handed and they're used to having the power on the right hand. But there's a good reason I normally do that. And if you ride a lot of e-bikes, it starts to become more natural. It makes more sense. And that's because what are you doing with your right and left hands on a bicycle? Well, you've got brakes, right? You've got your left brake or your front brake, I should say, on the left. You've got the rear brake on the right. That's the American U.S. standard. I know internationally that's the opposite, but that doesn't really affect things. But that's what your hands are doing. You've got brakes on both sides. And then on the left side, maybe you have a shifter, but most likely on an electric bike you don't. More likely you do have some buttons that control your pedal assist levels up and down on the left. That's usually something that's there. On the right-hand side, you almost always have a shifter of some sort, so you can change gears. And if you're riding on the road or on a trail and you want to shift gears, you're using your thumb, depending on the type of shifter, or you're using your thumb and your trigger finger, or maybe you're using a grip shifter and twisting it. But typically, most e-bikes don't need as many gears because they have a motor, so they just have a rear derailleur, and traditionally on bicycles, a front derailleur is mounted on the left handlebar, a rear derailleur is mounted on the right. So because we're only using a rear derailleur, you almost always have a shifter on the right and only on the right. There's a few weird exceptions. The juiced bike that I reviewed the other week was one of those where they put a right-handed shifter upside down on the left side, and I thought it was a little bit weird, but that's what they did. So they could have a twist throttle on the right. But usually what you've got is the shifter, whether it's a trigger shifter or thumb style or grip shifter on the right-hand side. And because a shifter is something you use often, downhill, uphill, I mean, you're changing gears every once in a while, then it doesn't make as much sense to have a throttle there as well, because if you want to press both of those at the same time, it can be a little bit tricky to coordinate that with all of your fingers and everything on your right hand. Whereas if the throttle's on your left, you can be shifting through gears and you can use the throttle very easily and it just fits and kind of makes more sense. Now, is that the only way to do it? Absolutely not. Because I do have people that come in, they have a lot of experience riding motorcycles and they're very, very comfortable with a full twist throttle. Now, a full twist throttle is probably the least common type of throttle on an electric bike. And the reason why is if you don't have motorcycle experience, it can be a bit unnerving. And I find that most people don't like it at all. They, they hate the full twist throttles. I've never seen a group so adamant about not liking the full twist throttle. So I apologize to those that do have that motorcycle experience. And I'm one of those. <laughs> so I really don't mind it. But when it comes down to it, you have a, your grip, which you're used to hanging on to. When you have it set up that way, if you hit a bump or you move, it moves in your hand and it jumps the throttle around. And, and yes, you can learn to, to overcome that. But I find that the average person just doesn't like it right off the bat and they want to change it to something else. So that's why most bikes don't have a full twist throttle. The exceptions that we might have in the shop here are some of those more powerful, like, you know, five, 6,000 watt e-bikes that are kind of bordering on the line of moped, motorcycle, hybrid sort of things. So they make more sense to have that. Now I do sell twist throttles and I have for a long time for various bikes because you've got people that want them, but I find that the average person doesn't like it. So in between the thumb throttle and that full twist throttle, there's a good compromise. 
there's what's often referred to as a half twist. So it's kind of just like it sounds. Imagine where your grip would normally be on the right-hand side, and instead of having the entire grip twist, only half of it twists. So the left half, the left half, where you have your thumb and your forefinger, basically you can grip the throttle right there and twist it back like a motorcycle, but the right-hand side of the shifter doesn't move at all. So you still have something stable that you can hang onto with kind of your right three fingers, uh, but then your thumb and your forefinger have something to twist. So it's a very good compromise, uh, very popular on e-bikes, and they work quite well. The only problem I have with those sometimes is depending on how they're designed, sometimes they're just not a low enough profile and they bump into your trigger shifters and different things and and they don't quite fit right. And the same thing can happen with the full twist throttle too. So you really have to look at the full package overall, all the components on the bike, what's going to fit the best. So one throttle is not necessarily better than another type. All of these really are just for your own comfort, what makes the most sense for you. I find that the majority of people get used to the thumb throttle the easiest and the quickest. So that's what we usually include. And then we have a couple of exceptions here and there. Uh, And we have some aftermarket throttles we sell for certain bikes. But you do have to kind of check and see, will it fit on the bike? Does it have the right plug? There's not a whole lot of standardization on how all of that works, unfortunately. I wish there was, but there's not. But that hopefully helps to explain why you'll see a thumb throttle often on the left and can be moved to the right. The twist throttles usually on the right because of the direction they move. And then they can be positioned all sorts of different ways. But how do these things even work? Because that I find for most people is a little bit confusing. They don't even think about it until they have an issue. And if you are doing some troubleshooting or doing a DIY thing, I think it's helpful to know how these things actually function. So it's not a resistor. It's not a a sliding scale exactly the way most people think the device might be. But it uses something called a Hall sensor. And this technology, Hall sensor, has actually been around for, for a while, named after a guy who discovered it back in 1879. So you guys know how much I like the history of electric bikes. So here is something discovered in the late 1800s, still used today on almost every e-bike. I'm not even going to go into the exceptions because they're so few. But basically, a, a Hall sensor is a device You have three leads on these throttles, three wires that are effectively making them function. You've got five volts, positive five volts, you've got zero volts, and then you have a signal wire. And as a magnet moves closer or further away from this hall sensor, it changes the voltage on that signal line somewhere between zero and five volts. There's a little bit more nuance to it in the the curve and the top and the bottom of that voltage. But basically what you need to know is you have five volts on there and the signal changes from somewhere between zero and five. And the controller then gets that signal, the motor controller, and can read that voltage and understands effectively how much throttle you're putting in. So that's how these things work. When you push on a thumb throttle, that's actually moving a a sensor and a magnet closer together or further apart and then sending that signal to the motor controller. 
and the twist throttle, the half twist throttle, they're doing the same exact thing. So most e-bikes use this, and that means that they are interchangeable as far as the actual electrical function, but the plugs aren't always the same. But you can usually rewire just about any e-bike throttle to any other e-bike that also has a throttle. So really nice that there's uh, sort of some compatibility there. Where things get complicated is where you would think the voltage signal should be black for zero volts, red for five volts, and green for a signal. That's normally what they are. They aren't always 100% of the time, so you can't rely on that, unfortunately. And sometimes you'll look at your throttle and you might have five pins, six pins, or, or even more, and you're wondering, well, what did these, these extra wires do? And there can be some additional functions wired into uh, a throttle. I've seen uh, voltage signals, so I've actually seen a little display that shows the battery voltage, so that's running wires up there for that. Uh, I've seen a switch, which could be a switch to turn your bike on or off. The Rad Power bikes have a switch that turns the throttle itself on or off on some models, which I don't know why you'd really want to do that, but it's there. The other things I've seen are a key. So you can actually have a key that's built into the throttle and it turns the bike on or off. So you can't turn the bike on and use it without the key in place. So there's different things that can be happening there. But in the short version of that, I guess, is most of those extra wires aren't doing anything with the throttle at all. They're just extra functions that are built into that same housing and that same mechanism, but they're not usually electrically connected to those original three wires that I talked about that are making that hall sensor work. So I hope that helps. I know that's a little bit technical at the end there on how those things function, but that's what a throttle is for. It's basically what is good for in my mind is let's say you're stopped at a stop sign and for some reason you just want to go fast once the green light changes. Let's say you stop your bike on a hill and it's hard to to get the pedaling motion, get started again. Those are instances where just having a throttle and giving it a little blip just to get going uh, are so useful and so helpful. I really think every e-bike should be allowed to have it, but I know they're not. I don't get to make the rules, so they don't. (laughs) And it would be cool if there was some easy ways to modify some of those name brand bikes to have a throttle. I've seen that question asked a lot, and uh, I'm sure there's some hacks here and there to to make it work, but they don't make it easy for you, that's for sure. But I personally don't mind any of those three types of throttles, but I'm not picky on the type of e-bike that I ride. But I can tell you, if you want to know my personal preference, I have it that first way that I explain things. I have my thumb throttle on the left, which may be a little odd, but you can really get used to it really quickly. But then I have my shifter on the right, and that's what I'm using more of is the shifter to change gears. And so it just feels more natural to have my my fingers doing the work of shifting and braking on the right-hand side. And then the left side can also do braking for the front wheel. And the throttle's there when I need it. But you don't have to use it all the time. That's a basic breakdown. Like I said, there's always exceptions to these rules, but that gives you an idea of what the throttle is, what it does, a few of the different types that are out there, and a basic overview of how they work, which if you are having trouble with an e-bike, who knows, maybe they'll give you a start on on realizing that these really aren't that complicated. And if you want to troubleshoot one of these and figure out how it's working, it's actually not that hard. If you've got five volts to it, a voltmeter, it's actually pretty easy to check. Uh, And then the e-bike tester kits that I sell actually have plugs for a throttle 
So you can plug it in, uh, twist the throttle, and then you see a little LED light get brighter and dimmer as you move the throttle through its power range. And that's a really, really easy way to test it and make sure you have one that's working. But thanks again. I do appreciate all of you. Last week, I released the Saber bike, which I'm so excited about. Orders are already coming in for it. If you haven't checked that out, just be aware that I'm giving one of those away. So if you want to win a 1,000 watt, 26 inch fat tire step through bike, you have a chance to do that right now because the giveaway is running for about 10 days. So if you heard it last week on the podcast that it was coming, now you should know. Hopefully you're on my email list. If you're not, go to ebikepodcast.com and get on it. I'll send you an email back with a link for the giveaway page. But make sure you go check out that video of this new Sabre bike. Enter to win it because I'm giving one away because it's a new bike and I just want it to. So thanks again for everybody that's listening. Thanks for watching my videos on YouTube as well. I do appreciate all of you. Once again, I'm Kyle from Bolton E-Bikes. I am grateful that we could be here today to learn something new about electric bikes. And I can't wait to come back for another podcast episode next week. Music